Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. Hi, we're back. Hello. All right. I think I picked the topic for the last episode. Do you have one that you would like to pick? Yes. All right. I would love to talk about this mad pride movement I just found out about. Okay. So I was reading this really interesting memoir uh, about this man who got married to the love of his life. And about five or six years into their marriage, she had a psychotic break that mm -hmm. came out of nowhere. There wasn't a history of mental illness and um, doctors were baffled and they thought maybe it was like late onset schizophrenia. She got better and then she got worse again, then she got better and then worse. And anyway, long story short, they figured out it's just, she's going to have relapses where she has these psychotic breaks and they have a, a better system to control them to get her healthier faster. But when he was examining treatments, one of his friends suggested that he investigate the mad pride movement. Uh -huh. And this is the, it's akin to the idea of like LGBTQ plus pride, where your identity is your, your mental illness is a, is a character trait. It's an identity. It isn't, um, a disability mm -hmm. and um, some of it started uh, with some people one guy was like an alcoholic and one guy was a schizophrenic and they did it initially because they wanted people to be more aware of problems within the mental health care system mm -hmm. but it has expanded where there are people who are like hey listen just because I'm schizophrenic that doesn't mean that I need to take medicine this opens the door for me to be more creative there's a gentleman who refuses to take his schizophrenia meds because he thinks it makes him a better painter and so they they wear it like a with pride um, and I was curious to know what you think about this um, and how that fits in with other ideas of like gay pride and Jewish pride and, you know, to what extent is mental illness part of our identity, mm -hmm. and not a dysfunction. I am curious, what do you think I think about this? I think you think it's not a good idea and that if it's something that's treatable, then it should be treated and not necessarily celebrated because it could have some real negative impacts on your life. Am I Mm, no, I think really? maybe I think maybe you have some points in there that I agree with, but I think that what is considered mental illness is really sketchy. Anyway, mm -hmm. we as a society decide is mental illness. Um, the only, I think that if you are happy being quote unquote mentally ill mm -hmm. and, and this is the big caveat, and you aren't harming anyone else, mm -hmm. then feel free that, that you, that there's no need to um there isn't like a moral imperative to to be treated and even be take pride in who you are mm -hmm. for whatever that means for anybody right to the degree that we have a choice in who we are right um but the big caveat to that is and a good example of this i will put a link to it if i can find it i'll put a link to this in the description of the episode um there's a good um radio lab episode that's 
that kind of scratches the surface of this. Mm -hmm. There's a town in somewhere where they have a tradition of taking care of mentally ill people. I know I've told mm -hmm. you this before. Mm -hmm. and, and it has the highest capacity of mentally ill people that there are. And the general philosophy there is they just let mentally ill people be mentally ill. And you can walk into town and there's all kinds of people um, as as how do i put this best you know when you're wandering around and you can see someone that's that's that is mentally ill that's mm -hmm. what it looks like half of this town is, is wait can is, i interrupt you yeah so does this mean that in the town they don't take any medication or undergo any sort of therapy i was getting to that and some of oh. this is going to be a failure of brad's memory but my memory is that the general philosophy is they don't really treat okay um i don't know to the degree that that is true and um because of my memory Memory. And and if people wanted to listen to the episode, they're welcome to mm -hmm. do that. But my memory of it is the general philosophy is um, that they just let them be. Now, some of that might just be because some of it's just untreatable. Mm -hmm. Like there's plenty of mental illnesses out there that are just untreatable. Um, and they have gotten a real philosophy of that's fine. These people are just the way they're going to be, and you just treat them with, with respect like anybody else. Now, and I'm like rolling into this big caveat. Mm -hmm. The one thing is, is having a mental illness doesn't give you an excuse to treat other people poorly. Mm -hmm. One of them, I remember uh, they took the, like a part of this, I guess I didn't really say it. Basically, all of these families foster these mentally ill people. So they come in and live with them. Uh, one family in particular, I remember, uh, I think the foster guy, I think he was a male. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, one of the things I think he did is like he threw things a lot. And another thing that I specifically remember he did is he had a real affection for the guy's wife. Mm -hmm. And they sat down with him and said, no, that's not all right. You don't get to do that. Just because you have mental, you're mentally ill doesn't mean that there aren't standards. Mm -hmm. And and I think just because you're mentally ill doesn't mean that you get to abuse other people. Mm -hmm. So to the degree that you do that, you use mentally ill as an excuse to treat other people poorly, then no, you don't have that, that right. But um, what if, can I ask? Uh, yeah. Did he fought once they laid down those rules? Was he able was he able to follow them, or is part of his mental illness an inability to regulate his behavior? The way I remember the story is that it, essentially he followed them, okay. but <clears throat> that's good news. That doesn't mean that there wasn't a struggle. It doesn't mean that that isn't something that they have to readdress. Right. You know, to, to some extent, some mental uh, disabilities. It's basically like having a, a five year old around all the mm -hmm. time. You know, and you just have to reinforce things every once in a while um but it's i guess that's the strong feeling that i have on it is is you're you're fine being schizophrenic your mind fine being manic depressive as long as as long as you're relating it you're you're the way you're dealing with it doesn't significantly impose other people yeah. you know you walk around talking to yourself and that makes other people feel uncomfortable fine there's nothing wrong with feeling uncomfortable you, you right. can still walk around and talk to the other voices and that's fine um you just yell at people because that's part of your mental illness? No, that's probably not all right, especially if there's a way to treat it. Because it's a way of saying I'm more important than everybody else and I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. You need to treat everybody equally, including yourself. You need to raise yourself to the level that you think everybody else is or lower yourself, depending on your personality. And 
you need and and you need to treat everybody uh, as a wise man once said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. <laughs> and and you should uh, and and to the degree that you are using mental illness as an excuse to not do that, that isn't okay. Especially if the mental illness is such that you have the capacity to choose whether or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the big thing right there. I'm sure there are people with mental illness who treat people horribly, but it's not because they're choosing to do it. It's because they can't regulate their behavior because they're mentally ill. Yeah. And And I guess that's where I would say is, and if, if you're in that mental illness and you have the capacity to, to take a medication that alleviates that, then yeah, you probably should. Because if you're not, you're choosing your, you're making yourself more important than everybody else. Does that okay, make I have sense? A, yeah, I have a, a tangential what if for you. Sure. Okay. Uh, before you go on that, I'll put tangential what if in case we forget. Um, what do you, do you agree? Do you disagree? Oh, this one, I have no clear answer uh-huh. and it's really troubling to me. Because to a certain extent, I think that when I heard about how the movement began and that initially they called it mad pride because they were trying to kind of reclaim the word mad mm-hmm. and say that crazy isn't um, a terrible thing and that really what you need. And and let me just say that in the beginning of this movement, from what I was reading, mental health professionals were part of it too, because it was more about raising awareness about um, conditions in within the mental health industry and and forced medication and you know not being told about alternatives for treatments and stuff like that so it was kind of like an activism thing mm-hmm. and then i think it morphed and off th- like let me interrupt real quick and say i think that's great i do too yeah and they used to have parades where they would you know just to raise awareness and then i think one of the factions broke off and was like look this is who i am take it or leave it and that's where i get confused because for example if someone has diabetes they're not going to say it's my identity i'm not going to take insulin mm-hmm. i'm a diabetic and i'm going to wear it with pride if they have an opportunity to be better and to make their life better and maybe save their life they're going to take the insulin and i guess i see mental illness as akin to being a diabetic in a way and so i think think why wouldn't you I could throw a wrench in that machine go for it do you think if someone's deaf they should have a cochlear implant that was my what if oh yeah that was my tangential what if yeah because I know that deaf people uh many of them think of deafness as a cultural thing not as a disability and so they don't want to change that because it's, it's part of their culture and I think that's fine what do you think yeah, I mean that's fine. Why should someone be forced to hear if they if they don't need to? Right, exactly. So it's very tricky in my mind. I'm all for self acceptance, but I I don't know. You know, also mental illness runs in my family. My you grandma, I'm shocking. But I remember, and nobody talked about it until I was in college or right after I graduated from college. Um, my grandpa, my brother and I went to Florida to help my grandpa pack up to go into a nursing home. And my grandma had Alzheimer's. So she was already in a nursing home. And I remember talking to like one of my second cousins who I never met right before. And she was like, we always thought that your grandma was a little touched in the head. And I was like, really? Why? And she said, because we all lived in the same building in New York. And after your grandfather would leave for work, your grandma would just stand out on the fire escape and weep. So clearly some depressive issues there that definitely affected the way that she parented my father. That definitely affected the way that he was able to walk through the world and love or not love people. And so I think about the trickle down of all that. Mm -hmm. And I, so I get confused about what the quote right thing to do is with something like that yeah 
this is another one. I guess one of the benefits of this podcast, assuming that it works this way, um, we've put enough out right now and I haven't announced it to the world. So we, we're going to be at a, a bit of a lag, but this is another one where I, I'm really interested in what people think about it, what people would mm-hmm. have to say. Because I, I could see people really disagreeing with me. I could see people really disagreeing with you. And I'm, I'd be yeah. curious what their uh, their take would be on it. I hope that I'm not giving people too much credit. I want to, if you have a take on it, I don't want to just hear you're, you're a jackass. I want to hear <laughs> you're wrong and this is why. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And even nowadays things have changed because they talk about people who are neurotypical and neuroatypical and how that isn't necessarily um, a dysfunction or a disability, but just a different way of operating in the world. Mm -hmm. And to what extent does mental illness go right along with that? I don't know. I don't know. Because lots of things that we thought of as being mental, even things we thought were mental illness are no longer considered mental illness, i.e. homosexuality. Yeah, and I think that's that's the wrench that gets thrown in for me is it's why I, I follow the way that I do is you because mental illness can be such a loose definition mm-hmm. of like of right. what is mental illness and what isn't. Um, and there are things that, that are much stronger and it's pretty clear and we have a, a definition but then it's kind of an analog spectrum away from that. Um, you know, to go back to homosexuality, there was a point that people like, what's his name? Alan Turing. I think it was Turing. I hope I'm not wrong there. But one of the the um, famous gay scientists, uh, he was given the option of chemical castration or being jailed because he was gay. Oh, gosh. And he chose suicide instead. <gasps> Uh, God, I hope I'm getting Turing right. I, I'll look that up afterwards. Um, but anyway, that's a true story, regardless of whether or not I have the name connected to mm. it. The, the point is, whether or not you think homosexual, uh, homosexuality is fine or not, Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, I think it's fine. Uh, your perspective from that should be, as long as you're not hurting anybody, who cares? Right. Um, but that's and, a and, uniquely, I'm starting to, but that's a uniquely humanist, atheist perspective. Yeah, probably. Okay. Because I don't think it's a sin. Right, nor do um, I. I mean, I, I agree with you. I just wanted to make that distinction because there might be some religious people who are like, it's wrong. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah, and, and the challenge I would put there is why? Because yeah. if the reason that you think that it's wrong is because God says so, that's not a very good reason. He should have a reason too, or she. Right. Um, uh, and to be quite clear, I mean the fictional God, not the, <laughs> just because I'm saying God doesn't mean that I think he's real. <laughs> but the point is, because of like wandering through all of those thoughts, mm. if you happen to be schizophrenic, if you, schizophrenic, did I say that right? Schizophrenic? Schizophrenic, yeah. Schizophrenic. If you happen to be um, manic depressive, you happen to be a number of things, and the outside world can tell, but you're not harming anyone. Mm. You're not putting anyone in mental distress by yelling at them. You're not trying to rape their wife. You're not whatever. Then okay, we're all made differently. Who cares? Mm-hmm. If okay, I have a what if thing that you can do, <clears throat> the thing that you can change, and you decide not to, and you're harming other people, maybe you should think about changing because you're harming other people. Okay, here's my question to you. What constitutes harming other people? For example, let's say there's someone who's schizophrenic and because of that, she can't hold down a job. So Mm -hmm. she gets uh, disability benefits that are coming out of taxpayers' money. Mm -hmm. And therefore, she's not 
overtly hurting someone. It's not like she's breaking your window or attacking you, but you're paying for her because she refuses to take the medication that would make her um, capable of holding down her own job. What are your thoughts? I don't have enough time to really put a thought into it. Yeah. But my guess is that's probably fine. Okay. I mean, realistically, the medication would probably be paid for by us anyway. Mm. Now, granted, giving her money to live is probably more. But, you know, I fall more on the, we should have a universal basic income anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, so my, my guess is thinking through that, you know, one of the weird things that we take pride in is who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, I think that that's not enough of a harm. Okay. You know, it's one and a half cents out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a benefit that's being taken away from me, but it's probably a benefit that we should be giving everybody anyway, because yeah. our society is rich enough that we should be able to do that. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> it just sends me down a rabbit hole because I think to myself, I think to myself, people should be able to make choices about how they want to live their own life. And I agree with you as long as it's not hurting anybody. But then I think to what extent are they able to make rational decisions if they're seeing life through the veil of mental illness? And to what extent is there is that clouding their ability to make clear decisions? Um, I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I'm, I don't know. So then I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know. And what if the medication that they could take could help them live a normal life, but they would feel um, like they were walking through molasses. Do you know what I mean? If one of the side effects was they don't feel anything in a big way, everything is just kind of monotone. Is that worse than dealing with the highs and lows of mental illness? I don't know. I think that person has a unique ability to know what it's like from both perspectives. And if they have a obligation, maybe the only obligation is to try the medication. Oh, that's a good idea. So that from their perspective, they can say, you know what? I don't like the way this makes me feel. I'm going to, I'm not going to take the medication and I'm just going to live mad. Yeah. I think it's so fascinating. I could talk about it for hours. And then it brings up a whole other issue, which is to what, how do we define ourselves and you know, what, to what extent are we all just trying to glom onto one aspect of our personality and make that who we are just like, well, I'm a theater person. You know what I mean? Like I do theater. Well, I'm a musician. Well, I skateboard. Well, I, you know what I mean? Just this Mm. need to to grab some aspect of our personality and use it to define the totality of who we are. I find it so we can belong is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's important to us. Yeah. That's why all of this coronavirus stuff is so rough. Because we can't. Because we don't have that. Yeah. We don't get to go out there and socially say, hey, look, I'm going to show you how I'm defining myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So true. Yeah. But according to the handy dandy clock I have here, it's been ah. 23 minutes. No way. Did that you have fast. did you have um other thoughts on that that you wanted to try and spit out in the next that we could sum up in eight minutes or are you done with that topic? I think I would just encourage people to weigh in with their opinion. You can email us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com or you can leave a voicemail at anchor.fm slash morning commute, correct? That is correct. Hey. Oh, no, no, it isn't correct. Anchor.fm forward slash morning commute Sam Brad. Ah, okay. Anchor.fm slash morning commute Sam Brad. You can leave us a voicemail. We'd love to know what you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And not that anybody else cares, but morning commute was already taken. That's why it's morning commute Sam Brad. Ah, okay. Okay. Good to know. All right. That is whether or not we're allowed to be mad. (laughs) Um, Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.
Do you have feedback for the show? Write us at morningcommutesambrad at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash morningcommutesambrad.